Hello, everybody. Welcome back into Talk Off. It is Tuesday, August 22nd. Welcome back. We are back. It we is are me. Back. It is it is Daz. We missed last Thursday. It's Daz's fault. Everybody blame Daz. If you mm-hmm. missed the talk off on last excuse me, Friday. If you missed last Friday, you missed the episode. Blame Daz. It was his fault. It's his it was his yeah, fault. Yeah, this, this one's this one's on me. This one's on me. Poor scheduling on my half. But uh we're back. We're back today, and that's all the that's all the important details of it all. Yes. Yes, claps all around, claps all around. If you can um, tell by using the clapping, Jake is not here. Yeah, which which usually means like we experiment with the the sound effects. It's more. There's so much cool stuff on here. I, I know. Can't. What's like the? Uh, uh-huh. I like that one, but like, what's there's gotta one. be like a weird one. Uh, there's weird ones that we put in. Ready? Speed. I yes. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, we were going to use that for a segment. It was going to be good, and then we completely ditched it. Yeah, we scrapped because, that segment. Yeah, that was. I gotta so play it again. If my yeah, you play it again. I'm loading something I on my laptop right speed. now. Well, I'm hope hopefully your laptop heard that and is like trying to get speedy now. Yeah, no, for sure. That'd be really that'd be really nice. All right, so we do have an update on update. the uh, Sunday night picks. I don't even know who I had because didn't we already pick? Didn't we have these pre-picked? Yeah, the, like yeah. my computer sounds like it's about to fucking take off. Like this is ridiculous. I don't understand. Okay, we're going side, huge sidebar here. I don't understand why that happens. Why does it happen? All this technology uh, it's, in the it's fucking fan, it's, it's the fan. It's the fan. Okay, but my phone doesn't need a fan. Yeah, I don't know. All right, so um, so Jake is in last place now. Jake is in last place. You guys had the Phillies. I had the Nationals. The Nationals won last night. Oh my god. Uh, so Zach, you are an even five hundred. I am two games under five hundred, and Jake is now. Six and fourteen. He's lost his last six Sunday night picks. He's not Yikes. won. He has not won a pick since the All Star break on July 9th. That's embarrassing. That's actually embarrassing. So if Jake loses his next two games, he will have gone two months without getting a Sunday night game. Right. Jake is going right now how how you were in the beginning. Yeah, but the thing is, is I'm getting hot at the right time. He's not. Oh, you are absolutely. Yeah. So it's, I've won it's, my last four in a row. Zach, you are four for your last six. Yeah, I know. I'm looking at it right now. I'm I'm on a little skid. I'm on a little skid. But we're gonna we're gonna crank it back up. We're gonna crank it back up. I do think that if I made this pick on Thursday, not preseason, I might have picked the Nationals. There's something there's something about the preseason picks that like makes you want to pick the underdog because of the fact that you know like it, they're just like you know the underdog's gonna win at some point. So yeah, I mean, coming off of watching the Red Sox play the Nationals, they really impressed me with with that that lineup. Honestly, like they can hit if they need to, they can hit. So I don't know. I think I fuck, I maybe would have picked the Nationals. I, I obviously that's hindsight. I probably wouldn't have, but. 
I'm a little scared. We'll get it back together, though. Yeah, so this Sunday Night Baseball is slated, this week's is slated to be Kansas City Royals against the Seattle Mariners. That's going to be a fucking horrible game. Yeah, I know. And then it doesn't get any better. Uh, Giants-Padres the following Sunday. The yep. Sunday after that, Cleveland and Los Angeles Angels. Terrible. Yeah. And then the season ends with Reds-Cardinals on Sunday Night Baseball. I have to imagine some of those are going to be flexed. The other, I mean, Dodgers Mariners will be good. They should just flex these, because like, who actually cares about these games? Well, I guess football's coming back, so people will really be watching them. I'm hyped for football to come back. Me too. Me too. Because you know what football also means? Uh, you can can sit on a couch and have an excuse to be lazy all day. Yes, but I was gonna say playoff baseball. Mmm, playoffs. I baseball. think I, I, I this this could be hot take, but I think playoffs. I, ba- oh my god, MLB playoffs are the best playoffs, maybe besides hockey. But other than yeah. that, like, it's way better than football. I, I think, it's way better than basketball. It's definitely better than basketball because basketball only I like I only really care about the conference finals in basketball because everything's a seven game series. Like it's, yeah. it goes on for three months. Well, same with the Stanley Cup. Like Stanley Cup is just like, I think that's just in its own category I because think... it just it just means a lot more. Like I would say, winning the Stanley Cup is like the most prized trophy by its own players. Mm, like they like yeah yeah a hundred percent. Like by yeah. by its own like, I would say like that's the it's probably the most coveted trophy in professional sports. Just because it has so much, like it's there's literally there there will only be one Stanley Cup. Like there's a million World Series trophies out there, but there's only one Stanley Cup, which is cool. I like that it gets passed around. Yeah, I agree. I, I like it, it's like I don't know. It, I feel like that's what also like gives the playoffs like an extra boost. I think this is a hot take. Uh, Super Bowls are cool to win. Don't get me wrong, but like I feel like. Back in the day, they should have done something with the Lombardi Trophy or just like the, the trophy for the Super Bowl to make it a little more like, I don't know. I just like the Super Bowl is the biggest game of the year and the trophy just like doesn't really impress me that much. You know what I mean? Just a football, just a silver it's, football. It, it is just a silver football. It's like, it, it. well, you, you're saying they can't change it? They can't change it. No. Well, yeah, obviously not now, but I'm saying like they should have come up with something cooler. Like baseball's trophy's cool, basketball's co- trophies is really cool. Yeah, but nobody gives a fuck about the NBA championship. Like, I- I'm sorry, who gives a fuck if you win an NBA championship? Yeah, this is true. I mean, unless like the league is like, I don't know. Unless the league is like fun, the league isn't fun anymore. I don't know. I feel like. Excluding Denver this year because it was their first time winning in a really long time. Ever. I feel like NBA oh yeah, ever. I feel like the NBA like parades are usually smaller than I don't know, it All just right. feels less uh, important. Top to bottom tier like tier one championship parade has to be Super Bowl. Two baseball, three ho- hockey, four NBA. But I guess yeah, it depends maybe. on the city. Yeah, it definitely depends on the city because NBA in some cities is way bigger than hockey. 
Like I don't, th- I don't know if Pittsburgh would go crazier for a Pirates parade or a Penguins parade. Probably My Penguins. gut wants to say Pirates, but like. I feel like Pirates. I feel like it's uh, my gut wants to say Pirates too because the Penguins have won. Yeah, this is true. Let's say they didn't win. They've never won. I think it's if they've never the won, then then I would probably say Penguins. Mm. I feel like in Boston, I feel like the Red Sox might be the not the last team, but like Pats would definitely be one. Then I think you can make the argument. You could make the ar- you I, you could definitely make the argument that the Red Sox would be in the bottom half of like how like I honestly crazy. don't think the Pats would be one. Re- you think Bruins? I just I think the fact that the Pats don't play in Boston, yeah, hurts them. I would say the majority of people like. I'm like, not saying like not everyone watches baseball, but like everyone watches bat. Like some somehow like everyone watches the Celtics in Boston. Yeah, I feel like Celtics would be huge. Like, like the Celtics I mean, would the be Bruins, the biggest. Like, Bruins are Bruins. massive there. Yeah. Red Sox might be third. I don't know, though. Yeah, they probably are because it's not It's not like they're crazy right now. Like, it's not like they're having – they don't sell out every night. Right. I watch a lot of quarter-filled games. Uh, don't we all? I mean, I've pretty much stopped watching Stadium. the Mets for the most part. I like will tune in from time to time, but it's like we're in we're in Atlanta for the next three games. Like, what point is there in watching those games? The Yankees are still selling out. Of course they are. The Giants like had like that crazy record of like most amount of home games sold out, and they did that. They started it during their like at some point during their dynasty, and they just ended before COVID. It's it's crazy. I don't I don't understand. I guess just like people like going to the games because like the the Yankees lead the league in attendance this year. It's insane. I mean their their stadium is huge. And it you said the you wait you said the Yankees. The Yankees they lead. Baseball well, it doesn't. It's it's not surprising considering the fact that they're in New York. It's not it's not hard for them to I draw. No, but it's just like they're they suck. Mm-hmm. Every Yankee fan I listen to says they're not going to the games. They like they don't want to go. Why? Like, they just got their their asses handed them by Boston. Yeah, yeah. Did they sweep? We did sweep. We did sweep. That last game was a very good game. The only game I couldn't watch was the last game, and yeah, I was playing golf. Couldn't watch. We won six five. Uh, actually, uh, career low eighty two. Hey, there you go. Felt very good. Very good. Awesome. That's what makes you come back, man. That's what makes you come back. Like I, I like re fell in love with golf yesterday. That's how <laughs> good I played. That's how, like how good it felt. Like that's how good I played. Especially because I went out there fully expecting to play horrible. That's usually how it goes. In like three it's weeks. Like... And the last time I did play was really bad. But I'll take a fucking eighty two. Every single day of the week, twice on Sundays, twice on Sundays, yeah, twice, maybe twice on Saturdays too. No, you can't get too greedy. No, I can't. Let's get into some baseball here. Let's get into some baseball. Uh, I wrote some notes down for this. Okay, 
So I can get the ball rolling. You uh, the AL West. Very tight right now. Rangers, Astros, and Mariners. Separated by only three games in the AL West. And we have just over a month and change left to play. Zach, this could get very interesting to come down the stretch. We said that we've been talking pretty much ever since the trade deadline that the AL West was a was a division to look at now with Houston getting back into the uh to the the powerhouse conversation with getting back Verlander. And then Texas just keeps moving. Texas keeps moving up the scale on my personal rankings because we we always were saying, "Oh, is is you know, is Texas going to be able to hold off you know, other teams in the division like the Astros or the Mariners, and they just keep doing what they're doing. They keep playing good baseball. And now they're 20 games over 500. Like this team is a very good baseball team. Yeah, Texas is is honestly a powerhouse. And it, if it wasn't for injuries, they would be a lot better than they even are because the one thing holding them back right now is is that rotation. Scherzer's tossed pretty well since he's got over there, which is great for them. Jordan Montgomery has gotten is also tossed pretty fuck well. Max Scherzer. He is okay. such a fraud. I mean, it's definitely bodes some questions about how the Mets handle things, but we're, I mean, we're not talking about the Mets right now. No, I don't want to talk about the Mets anymore. <laughs> I mean, Texas, the one thing holding them back is that rotation. If, if they were a lot healthier, it would be, they would be holy shit, but they're still playing great. And that's because of the lineup. Corey Seager, if it wasn't for Shohei Otani might be go, might be winning the MVP this year in the AL. It's honestly really annoying because some people had, a had, preseason bets on Corey Seager to win MVP, but we're not going to talk about that because <laughs> who's some people should... it's me. It's oh, me. Okay? okay. It is me. No, that's what I, I just wanted to double check. My two big preseason bets were Corey Seager MVP and Francisco Lindor MVP. The NL one looks terrible, <laughs> but the Corey Seager one looks really good. And I mean, if I can, someone just shoot Shohei Otani. If Shohei Otani just got towards ACL tomorrow, does he still win MVP? Yep. You think so? Yeah. What if Seager for the next month has you know, so, so show 20 more homers? ACL, he'd still find a way to pinch hit. No, okay. <laughs> I'm saying if he's done for the year, if he is done for the year, you still think he wins it? I think Seager I mean, there's a hundred. They've played like... They've played like 122 games. Yeah, there's like 30 40 games left. Games left. I mean, I, w- I think it would need a lot out of Seager in those 40 games, but it's not impossible for Otani to win still. Yeah, I think Seager would have to go off, but I don't know. That'd be a really cool bet to win. I still think he would win. I do too. But Baseball writers love Otani, and they, they usually hate. They usually hate anyone who's like doesn't conform to old baseball, pretty much. But they love Otani. It's probably they love Otani. So much tension to baseball, which means when they do their little stupid shit, they get more eyes on it. Fucking pretty baseball much, baseball writers if, are if, the worst. In people. the eyes of baseball writers, if you don't like, you could be the best player on the planet, but if you don't have their like three coveted stats that like they're like 
oh, everyone forever has had these three good stats if you're an MVP, then you're never winning an MVP. 100%. You can hit hit 350 with 85 RBIs and 30 homers, never winning MVP. That's that's what I'm saying. That's why Luis Arise will never win MVP. No. He can bat 400. He will not win. There's yeah, there's a lot of good players who will never win MVP just because of like the way baseball writers think about it. like wh- how they view MVP. Like also, MVP is supposed to be like they help their team. Uh, I know Otani helps their team, but like not really. <laughs> I mean, like he does and doesn't. I know what you mean. Like yeah, I understand he's the best player in baseball, but the Angels are sixty-one and sixty-four. So it's like, I mean, do we really want the MVP going to a guy who's under 500 every year? Is he really I the mean, most I, valuable to his team? Like, like I how, how bad? Like, like, what, what would the Angels' record be if if they didn't have him? Say that again. You're breaking up. What, what, what would the Angels' record be if they didn't have him? If they didn't have him, yeah. If they didn't have him, I mean, what are they? What are they right now? Sixty-one, and sixty-one, and sixty-four. If they did not have Otani, they'd probably be. I mean, what's his WAR? Uh, probably like an eight. Yeah, probably like an eight is right. So, yeah, that's probably where they'd be around. They probably have like fifty, fifty-two, fifty-three wins. Speaking of wins, look at the Oakland Athletics: thirty-four, ninety. Come on, man, give him a break. Ninety. 90 losses. I kind of want to see if they could. What's the most losses ever? I know like the 80s, the, the six to 62 Mets. I don't think really they're bad. Cool. I don't think they're going to be at it. Most losses in MLB season. I think it's 120 something. Holy shit. The Cleveland Spiders in 1899 lost 134 games. 134. Yeah, but okay. Give, give me a better one. <clears throat> I know. All right. Well, that was the. Let's go to the modern era. Yeah, sixty-two Mets are one forty and one twenty. Yeah. Boston Braves, nineteen thirty-five, thirty-eight and one fifteen. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've looked this up before. As let me look up recently. Like as of recent, the twenty nineteen Tigers lost one hundred and fourteen games. The twenty eighteen Orioles lost one hundred and fifteen. I think the A's. Uh, you think the A's are going to win 13 more games? I know for a really fact they play the Astros and the Rangers. Let me look at their schedule. Okay, they ha- they have a four-game set with – okay, three games with, with Kansas City. They can take some of those. Four games with Chicago White Sox. They can take some of those. They'll get swept by Seattle. Then they play L.A. They can maybe take one. Toronto swept. Texas swept. Houston swept. San Diego probably swept. Seattle swept. Then they four games with Detroit, three with Minnesota, and three with L.A. again. So, uh, realistically, two, four, five, six. I give them eight more wins, maybe nine. 
So they're, they could be up there with some of the worst teams uh, in the last like two decades, which is funny. That's so. just like, I mean, but they don't like, it's not even that they're bad. Like I don't, I don't fault the Rays. I don't, I mean, not the Rays. What am I talking about? The A's. I don't like fault. Like I don't make fun of them because it's not them. It's not their fault that they're there. They shouldn't be there. They're all triple A guys. Like they, they, they don't yeah, build they teams it, it in Oakland. Team. It, it, it's, it's not fair to the players. It really isn't. It's, it's actually like really annoying that they can do this because they're just hurting the players entire careers pretty much because you go there, you die. You literally die. Yeah. You have to play so fucking You should be paid well. a premium for, for playing for that team. I, it would be nice, but you have to play like so – you have to go there and you have to be really young and then you have to play so fucking well that they're like, okay, we've, we actually want to trade this guy for absolutely nothing because he's playing so good. That's just – that's <laughs> what they do. It is insane that that's the way it works. I mean we've all looked at the, the if the A's never traded anybody lineup. We've all looked at it before and their team would be amazing. It would be a very, very good team. Yeah, it's insane. And it's th- they've run this organization to the ground. It, it's sad. If I was an Oakland A's fan, I'd, I would literally – I would stop watching baseball. We should I all become Oakland care. A's fans in honor. I can't. I can't. There's no way. They also play at 1030 every night. Yeah, it is an ass time to be watching a game. If I moved to the West Coast, I would become an Oakland A's fan. Yeah, 100%. Get season tickets for like five bucks. Not in the new stadium, probably. Nah, new stadium too. I don't even. I don't even think they're moving to Vegas. What What is the deal with that? I don't know. I thought they are. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I thought I, they signed I, it. Yeah, but like I thought they were trying to stop it. Yeah, and then I think how the city of Oakland stopped. was trying to stop it because they wanted like one last effort to try to keep them. I don't know. I didn't do any research. Neither did I. I'm just, just spitballing. Uh, can we talk about the AL wild card? Yeah, sure. This past weekend, mm-hmm. the hottest team in baseball has stayed absolutely hot on the back of Julio Rodriguez, and they have gotten themselves into the playoff picture. The Seattle Mariners have overtaken the Toronto Blue Jays. They swept the Astros this past weekend. A great series for the Mariners. Julio Rodriguez, seventeen hits in four games. He went yeah, he's, four for he's four been on fire. Four hits, five hits, four hits, four hits. That's fucking it's incredible. Insane. And the one thing that Seattle was lacking, like we've been saying all year, is that lineup was not playing to its potential. It's now playing to its potential, and you're seeing what they can do. They swept the Houston Astros. The, their big brother in the AL West, they swept them. That's huge for Seattle. They are now in half game up on Toronto, three and a half up on Boston, a half back from Houston. This Seattle team, the sky is the limit for them right now with how well they're playing. If Julio Rodriguez keeps this up, holy shit. I, like th- This is impossible to keep up, but they got to keep riding that hot streak. They have a month of baseball left. 
for them to stay in this position, if not exceed this position. And if the lineup keeps it up, they'll definitely get there. I, I'm like, I'm, I wonder what it feels like to just go up there and just knowing you're going to get a hit every single time. Like he probably just steps up to the plate and he's not thinking a damn thing. Just trying to make contact with the ball. And it's just, just dudes can't stop getting hits right now. It's like, he's allergic to getting out. It's, it's incredible. It must feel you're right. It, like it must feel amazing to just go up there and be like, "I'm so hot." Well, like you must feel I'm like getting the a man. And with how well their lineup has been hitting in general as of lately, you can't just pitch around him because he's got guys around him that can hit right now. J.P. Crawford's been hitting. Ty France, Cal Raleigh, these guys are hitting. And they're getting hot at the right time. And what I've been preaching for the last two months is getting hot at the right time. It does not matter how you start. It's how you finish these seasons. MLB seasons are 162 games long for a reason. You need to abuse those 162 games. You need to know how to use them. You need to know when to lay off, when to turn it on. And if you get hot at the right time, anything is fucking possible. The Phillies proved that last year. The Nationals proved that a couple years ago when they went all the way. It doesn't matter how you start. It's all about how you finish. So I think the Seattle Mariners are in a great spot right now. Like I was so disappointed all year, but right now I'm like excited. This is what I've been looking at for They're all not year. This is what I saw in the offseason. Sorry. You sneeze? No, they're definitely – no, I, I had to cough. Sorry. They're not out of the, uh, the AL West picture yet. No, no shot. I mean, what 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 was it? Three games back? Uh, three or four. Three, three games back, and yeah, as good as we've been saying, Texas is playing. Like I was saying before, though, they have injury problems in the starting rotation, and if that rotation doesn't hold up, Seattle has the best rotation, in my opinion, out of those three teams in the AL West. So, this is the team that can go the distance. Like, I, I don't. Like I, I feel everything that I felt in the offseason, everything that I thought they were going to do this year, they are now doing and more. So I'm so high on the Mariners right now. I feel like I'm really bad with recency bias, but fuck it. Mariners all the way. Yeah, I mean, I would love to see the Mariners uh, back in the postseason. I would love to see them this time make a run. And this, like you said, it reminds me a lot of that uh... – of that Phillies run last year where it might not be like similar where they fired the manager and then kind of things just clicked after that. It kind of seems like they're hitting their stride later in the season. Everyone's playing to their potential, like you said, and it's all on the backs. It all starts with their, they're like their main guy in Julio. It's, it's all surrounding him right now. I mean, he's doing his part. He's doing as much as he can. And then some, and let's just say that the the Mariners had some magic last year, and that magic has not died yet. Thank God. I think I have a bet on them to win the World Series. Do you really? I think so. I think I did that preseason. But I don't remember. Whatever. Um. What else? What else? What else? Uh, Pete Alonso threw away that guy's uh, first hit. That was yeah, kind of fucked up. Idiot. That was kind of fucked up. Mason win. That was really messed up. I'm not gonna lie to you. 
he should be banned from he should be suspended like 10 games uh i wouldn't go as far to say that he's just an idiot for he's a dick he did that on purpose and i think what did he give the guy a signed bat of his a signed bat and a bottle of tequila that's weird. Why the fuck would this guy want a signed Pete Alonzo bat? I mean, I, I don't – I wouldn't even want a Pete Alonzo bat to be honest with Pete you. Alonzo, like, Pete Alonzo is acting like he is this 40-year-old veteran who is retiring after this year, shoo-in Hall of Famer, like greatest – like he's Albert P- – like if Albert Pujols did that and he gave Mason Wynn a signed bat, okay, you're Albert Pujols. Who the fuck is Pete Alonso to give this guy a signed bat? Thank God. If he didn't throw in the bottle of tequila, it would have been really bad. Yeah, the tequila really made the uh the I gift wonder package. if it was I wonder if it you was think cheap he put it in like a basket or anything and then like put like plastic on top of it and like a little ribbon on. No? I'm sure he didn't do anything. Like they sh- he should ask if they can have the signature authenticated. I'm sure the well. I'm. I was gonna say. I'm sure the only thing he did was physically sign the bat. It'd be kind of sick if he like had like his like assistant or some some like PR person for the Mets just like scribbled the, his signature. That would have been really funny. That'd be but so funny. The, Imagine the scandal that would make. That would be Pete I mean, Alonso hands fake bat to fan. Well, Pete Alonso <laughs> is a, is dick. You shouldn't have thrown it away. What a fucking moron. Yeah, I mean, look, no one's disagreeing with you here. It's, Bonehead move. That was funny. It was just, I, it was so funny. What else is going on, man? I feel like everything else is staying the same. Yeah, I know. I was just saying, like, what what else do we do? We, like, do we really have? I feel like every day that we podcast, the entire day, I'll, all I do while I'm working is just like I have so many ideas. I'm like, ooh, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about that. But I'm such a moron, and I don't write any of it down. So then when we get here, I forget everything because there's so much stuff that I see. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, I want to talk about that. But I can't because we're fucking morons. You know what I like about this time of the season, though? What? What do you like? Random call-ups. Yeah, random call-ups are cool. Speaking They're, of – oh, we, we, were, we talked about uh, someone who we think might get called up. Who's that? Someone uh, in the name of uh, Holiday. For the Orioles, I really hope they don't call him up. I really do. I think they will. For being I honest. think they might. I think they might. I just really hope they don't. I think they. I think they. I think if they're like, I don't know. I think if they're. I think if they're doing well in September, I think there's no like, like why not? Kind of deal. I think because you're think. just gonna like. There's no reason to you. They don't need him. Unless they have a major injury, they literally they do not need him. Yeah, this is true. And then you're just you're either bring him up just to sit on the bench, or you play him and he dives headfirst into Major League Baseball. He got drafted last year. Like, I understand he's worked his way good through the minors. I think he's in what is he in high A, maybe maybe double. If he's in double, he just got to double. Yeah, I think he's in double. I think he just got to double like a month ago, I think. But, like, you can't rush a guy like this. This is the number one overall prospect in baseball. He's also, what, 
20 years old. Like the kid yeah. needs a fucking break. And like I said, the Orioles just don't need him. I think it's I think it's a mistake if they do it. I mean, it would be cool if they do it and it turns out great and that's awesome, but I think if they do it it, it will be a mistake in the long run cuz you never know, especially with a kid that young coming up and failing immediately can really get in his head and that's the last thing that they want is for an early call up to hurt their future with this guy because he's going to be an Oriole hopefully for the next 10 15 years that they're hoping. Mm, yeah. No, it's this is definitely a, a situation where the Orioles could definitely bring a guy up too early, let the pressure get to him and then it just turns into a complete disaster. But I don't know. It's like you might as well bring him up for a little bit in September, see what you got, maybe start him off in AAA. Next, uh, next season. I don't know. It's just like, the Orioles are a weird team. You can never, you really never know where their motives are. Yeah, like, like if they were in, I don't know, like if they were in Cleveland's position or Detroit or something like that, like, like pretty much out of the wild card, but like you, you really never know. But pretty much out, looking to next year. Then okay, bring him up for the rest of the season, give him the little taste in the M- in the MLB. And and see what you got. That I understand, but you are seventy seven and forty seven. You have the second best record in the major leagues. You are have the best record in the AL. You are not doing this as a fluke. You have guys there that know what they're doing and have been playing great. I don't see a reason that they need to bring Holiday up. But that's just my opinion. I also am just an idiot with a microphone, so what? I don't know. Yeah, anything. I mean, we're like, yeah, what do we know, right? At the end of the day, but uh, that's just my take. That's just yeah. my take. I'm just talking off, man. That's all we're doing. We're just talking off. It's all just, just doing some doing some talking while. Okay. Also, often. what do you think the odds are that the Rays actually fall out of the playoffs? Hmm. Zero. Yeah. Yeah. Like they've had, they have such a good foundation. Like they would have to go. What's their record right now? 75 and 51. They're five games up on Seattle. They would have to lose like at a historic pace for the rest of the year. I'm talking like 10 games for the rest of the season. They'd have to. I mean, you go on, you go on one skid and one team goes on one hot streak and you're done. Right, but they're still going to have a spot in the wild card. I'm just saying, like, let's say let's if they have they're five games up right now on Seattle, who's in last. Mm. Toronto's only a half game back from Seattle, so they're five and a half on Toronto. Let's say Tampa gets swept. Seattle and Toronto both sweep. Yeah, so that I puts don't know. Seattle that that puts Seattle two games back, and Houston is in first. I'm just saying. I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking out loud here because, look, they lost everyone in the rotation. They have Eflin, who's had a great season. Savali has looked terrible since going over to the Rays, and that's pretty much all they have. Glass now is a shell of himself. Everyone else is hurt. And then they lose Wander. 
So, like, like I'm just saying that there's nothing to look forward to. They got a series with Colorado coming up. That's a win for them. The Yankees suck. That's a win for them. Miami has been playing okay, so you never know. But then they got Cleveland. They suck. Boston, we're going to sweep them, obviously. Four games with Seattle, Minnesota, four with Baltimore, L.A., Toronto, Boston, and then Toronto again. So they have a good amount of in-division games, and they have not been the best in-division because the Orioles have really been sticking it to them. The Red Sox have been putting up a good fight against them. I think they're even on the season. I'm just saying that it's definitely a possibility. Like I would put, I would say, I was going to say like 10 to 15% chance they drop. I mean, it's not impossible. I just think they just have such a good foundation right now with their lead. I think they can do a lot and still be good. I'm also just trying to convince myself that the Red Sox still have a chance. I mean, that's like, hey, that's all you can really ask for, right? You can only three games back. I, it's not impossible. I just want to before, like, we're probably almost almost done, but almost going to get into picks. But before we do, I just want everybody out there to know that the Yankees are fucking terrible. Yeah, Yankees suck. They're the worst team ever. The best stat I've ever seen is the comparison of Julio Rodriguez in four games and the entire Yankees team in four games. He had more yep. hits, more homers, and I think more runs. Yeah, very LOL Yankees. That's really embarrassing. But yeah, um, I don't really have anything else. So if you want to get into picks, we can just have a short one. And, and I mean, I'm just blaming Jake because it's his fault for not being here. Yeah, I'm good to go with some picks here. All right, cool. By Riverside. All right, we got picks for Tuesday, August twenty second. I'll go first, and I'm going with a big balls pick. I'm picking the Red Sox tomorrow at Minute Maid against Justin Verlander. Tanner Houck's return to the starting rotation. I don't know what I'm thinking, but I've just been why I just watched this team sweep the Yankees and it just felt so good. I'm so bought back in. I, I'm so ready for this playoff push. Red Sox over Astros. Uh I am going to go. Dude, I, I was looking at that pick too. You know what? I'm gonna go Red Join Sox me. too. I'm gonna go Let's Red go, Sox baby. too. I Let's was ride. I was looking at that pregame and our pre-show, and I was like, eh. I was between that or I was between. I was honestly, honestly, I was thinking about picking um, uh, the Blue Jays uh, tomorrow night, but but I think you've sold me on the Red Sox. So let's go. They're Sox. a great team. They're a great team. I'll tell you that much. They're going to lose tonight. I feel like they're going to lose tonight. But tomorrow's our day. Tuesday is our day. All right, roulette. Um, number? Uh, two. Two. Interesting. I'm going to go with the jersey number. I'm going to go with number 20. For everybody who didn't know, uh, it's a fullback. Fullback. No, I wasn't. What am I talking about? 
No, you were a fullback. Nope. I played cornerback, Temple University, number 20. That's me. Look it up. All right, two for Dawes. And I'm going with 20. We both are on black. If it's black, we we should win. And I'm, okay, and I'm going to throw a dollar on black. Nice. If it's red, red I'm going to be pretty pissed. Fuck. No, oh, no. It was three. No, it was five, but still, five is fucking red. There goes three dollars. I'm pissed. Oh, well. I'm not even doing another one. Maybe next time. If if it hit black, I would have done another one, but it didn't, so I'm not doing What number one did it hit? Five. Mm. All right. I think that's going to do it. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone. We love you. Daz, I love you. Good to love see you. you. I'm, I never see you. Only, only when we podcast. Me and only. me and Daz aren't friends, if anybody nope. didn't know. We just nope. met each other on the internet. Correct. And then we meet twice a week and uh, do the yep. deuce. Yep. It's weird. See you. Right. Bye, everyone. Bye.